you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. Welcome to another episode of the Business of Branding podcast. I am excited about today's topic and guest because Elizabeth McNevins is here with us and she is a um, friend of mine, became a friend of mine over the last couple of years, which actually, Elizabeth, I was realizing like we've been in each other's world um, work-wise and then just life-wise, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, for like almost three years. I know, three years. Yeah, it might even be a little more than that. And um, Elizabeth and I were in a mastermind accelerator type of program together. uh, Yeah, about three and a half years ago. And we met in person after that um, out in Sonoma, California. And we both were new moms. I think our kids were like one, maybe. Were they like, yeah, I think one and a half, almost two. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, we took the weekend and went away and it was like, I remember it being so hard for me and it was like hard for you, but it was like such this like breakthrough time. And then we just stayed connected and have worked together and referred clients to each other. And I'm so happy to have her here. And, um, Elizabeth is a, she's got 12 plus years of experience in e-commerce, and social media. She worked for Wedding Wire, Travel Channel, um, and she started her company, Social, in 2017. So her background is in content marketing, and her strategy focuses heavily on storytelling um, to elevate brand messaging for organic content and a lot in paid advertising. Um, She supports e-commerce businesses and entrepreneurs to scale their businesses through Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest advertising. Um, she is a mom of, she's got her son and she's currently pregnant with me. So we like seamlessly move through life together in all the same. Always. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Literally. And so um, it's kind of great to have like another person who's going through the ups and downs of pregnancy, of um, having a toddler running around, of your normal just like spousal, you know, things that come up, marriage, and then in addition to that, like running your business and staying motivated to keep it going. (laughs) So Elizabeth- We truly have motivated each other throughout. We really have. Yeah. It's been an amazing friendship. I'm, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I know this has been a long time coming. We've had to like postpone and reschedule this due to all the things I've just mentioned, um, like a million times. So I'm happy that we're here. Um, okay. So Elizabeth, we're going to talk today about, um, we're specifically going to try and talk about user generated content, which is a big, uh, 
a big topic in the world of advertising and it's definitely just helpful for creating consistent content uh, for organic social and just, yeah, to have for content creation. And um, I'm excited because this is like a hot topic in the ad space and it brings in good results. So tell us a little bit more about you, your background, how you got started, all the things. Okay, so you gave a really good synopsis, uh, but basically I've been in social media since social media was a career choice. When I graduated college, had no idea what I want to do with my life with like a lot of um, college graduates and social media was just starting to become a thing. So I started um, just self-taught myself, um, mm. Facebook and Twitter advertising. And I actually gave up Facebook for not advertising, Facebook um, marketing. And I gave up Facebook for Lent. Uh, I can't even remember what year it was. And during that period, I decided to start a blog. And if I go back to the blog posts, they're so cringeworthy, but there's one blog post that writes about how Facebook is going to be huge for brands. And that's sort of what took my career off. And really, um, I just dove head first. I love and a lot of people won't agree with me. I love the ever-changing space of social media, how mm -hmm. new platforms come and make it competitive. Um, I love the content. I love the authenticity. I love the relationships that you can um, have. I love all the positive things about social media, um, but I love the challenges that come with it too. And when I started my business, I knew advertising was sort of like the next step that a lot of brands needed. And, um, and because I've worked for small businesses and bigger businesses and um, agency style businesses, I knew that I wanted to um, focus on content, right? So the user generated content, the and that is all part of the strategies that I use when it comes to advertising because it just doesn't work when you're trying to sell your products or your services directly without actually telling your story about, about your brand. Mm. So user, user generated content, can you give us like a descriptor of exactly what that means? Great question, because I use user generated content so lightly. So mm -hmm. really the, the definition of user generated content is an unpaid social post from a person who is genuinely sharing the love for your product or service, right? Mm -hmm. When I talk about user generated content, it's almost like it's just authentic content that isn't perfectly poised like a photo shoot or it's content that you're that that looks organic or um you know if you've been featured in Forbes right like as seen in Forbes that's a piece of content that isn't directly produced by you or your brand but someone else is talking about you and other people really relate to seeing that type of content I feel like user-generated content is like the new age referral system. Yes, like, 100%. like word of mouth without having to like talk to your neighbor, which I'm not condoning that, right? Like I, I talk to your neighbors, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're on social, you're scrolling and you see like unedited testimonials or uh like a great example I feel like is like influencers who do like right. product um 
reviews that are not scripted and they're not, you know, perfectly edited or produced. They're just like on the fly. On the fly is always um, what I like to say. And even some of the content that I like to have my clients produce is a founder story, right? And mm. when they say, I don't know what to say, I'm, I almost hesitate to give a script because I want them to be just like talking to a friend and telling them about their brand, because that is what um, their audience wants to hear. Like every brand has its own story. Every brand has its promises about what they can serve for you and what they can, their products can do to help you. Right. But people tend to take the brand messaging with a grain of salt sometimes when it just comes from the business. So they need to see that other people are talking about your brand. And, and you also want to see the passion that the founders have too, um, because that's why they started it. Yeah. Um, when somebody like when people are thinking about, Oh, okay. Actually, let me back up a second. One of the things that come up for me with this is I, I feel a lot less pressure and maybe like people listening can relate to this. Sometimes like creating content feels like it's going to be like an exhausting task. Even if it doesn't, even if I am outsourcing it, like I, you know, even if I'm telling my assistant, Hey, we need, you know, elevated content on social media, or we need more, you know, ad creative or something like that. Sometimes I do struggle to come up with new, fresh ideas. And when I think about this idea, like this and doing user generated content, I feel like it takes the pressure off of just me having to always think about what needs to be created and like what we need more of. And it's like, I'm getting stuff given to me. (laughs) That is like the best kind of content that I could have if I'm wanting to sell and, and like build credibility. Right. I think these, these like user generated content to me is like a reputation builder. You're, you're definitely hitting the nail on the head with that. I mean, that's exactly what it is. You're, it's, you're not spending thousands of dollars of trying to create this perfectly poised content or, but consumers who genuinely love working with you or love your products and they're talking about you, that is content for you to use. And that is what also relates to um, consumers. In fact, I have statistics if you want me to start throwing out statistics, but 80% of people say that their purchasing decisions are impacted by content shared by other people. And then I've seen even higher click-through rates with user-generated content advertising um, and 50% drop in cost per click. So people want to see that and they want to see what people are, you know, if they're posting about a, a lip gloss product, right? And, Mm. and, um, they want to see, okay, why is this influencer or even just a random person on the internet talking how much, how about how much they love this product? I got to go check it out. And it helps build, like you said, that credibility. Yeah. I, I love the numbers, by the way, I love the data. Um, (laughs) but I, like, I purchased from that like I get influenced on social media all the time for right. products and like mainly for products, right. And more on the product side than the service based side. Um, I think when it, if you have a service based business, what resonates most is 
the story like you were talking about like founder story and um testimonial and like how people are experiencing that like service but for product like when it comes to product stuff I like can't think of anything better than someone sharing their experience of using a product or having it or whatever it is and that being like I'm then I'm just like oh yeah like this is this is what I need Exactly. I mean, even just organically, when you see yeah, someone post about something, you're like, oh, that's so interesting. And then think about what it can do when you amplify it through paid advertising. Yeah. So I would like, I follow this one um, girl, Daryl Ann Denner. I'm, I'm, she has like, I think a million followers or maybe more. I don't know. So a lot of people probably follow her, but um, I've been like looking for a new hair care product and she is obviously an influencer and she, but she does these like, you know, reviews of products and she literally will be like just on camera, like style. I'm using this one as an example, like styling her hair with it and talking about it. And then she'll like bring on another person who like has also used the product that she doesn't even know. It's just like one of her followers, you know? And I, then I see the company, the brand, like take that content and that little live video clip and repurpose it into paid ads with like using her and using like that live session. Yes, exactly. And a lot of brands are doing that right now. Um, and, and I'll tell you one of my clients, I, I, that's all the type of, we never run product ads. And when we run they're almost like reels, right? Like taking real content, reels content and putting them into an ad. And I've seen a 16 return on ad spend just using those types of ads. Ooh. Okay, cool. So what are other types of, um, what are some different types of user generated content? Okay. So um, I kind of mentioned as seen in, I touched a little little bit about that. So if you're, you're, you know, Forbes, even just like a blog, a blog um, that people in your industry would know, right? That's content. Uh, Influencer partnerships, brand ambassadors. So you're not actually paying them, but they love your brand so much that you've sort of hooked them in, right? And um, they talk about your product all the time. Even content creators. This one's a new one for a lot of people. Um, it's basically an influencer, except they're not posting on their own channels. So you're basically working with a professional who does these types of content, but it's for a much lower rate. Um, and it's your, it's, you can use the, the video, however you, you choose. Right. Okay. Um, existing content, right. Just sort of looking at pictures that you've been tagged on, on Instagram, right. Or do a search for your brand on Facebook or Pinterest and see how, how people are talking about you. Oh my God. That's a good idea. I never thought about that. Yeah. Just see what people, I mean, you never, it's, you kind of forget about that feature, right. But people are talking about you all over the internet. So go find out what they're saying. And then if it's really good, you can just ask them to use it in an ad. Um, Or even on your organic social, that's the other thing too, that's really important. And we've touched on this a little bit in this conversation, but you can use this content across all channels, organic, social, your Instagram stories, your reels, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's not just like 
especially if you're paying like an influencer or a content creator, it's not just a one, one-off payment, right? Like you're using this over and over and over again. Um, testimonials are really great. Reviews are really great, obviously. Um, and truly anything that you would consider an authentic piece of content, something that humanizes your brand, right? That, that is what I consider UGC. Amazing. It's almost like UGC style content, right? Versus actual user-generated content. Yeah. I feel like my, one of my favorite parts about this is thinking about all the times that people are creating content for us without us even asking. Mm-hmm. And like, it, 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 we do nothing with it. And right. We just let it sit there. Right. Right. And so like actively being like, okay, we're going to like, this is an exercise, right? It's like, we're going to go and find all of the content, all the testimonies, like all the things and create a bunch of content for social media and paid ads. Um, yeah. I would encourage everyone to make that their homework, honestly. Like right? go see what people are saying about you on your social channels. There's probably like so many answers to so many questions right. within that alone. Um, I love that. Yeah. The other thing I we- seen, oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say an example of that is having, we actually, I actually have a hair care um, client and there was someone who used their product, did a reel about it and didn't tell the brand that they were doing it. And it, it, it was so good that we're actually now paying her to create more content for us. Oh, so again, wow. it's one of those things where you could really find a gem. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I love that. Another thing that I've seen that I, I like is when people, and this could work for service and product is, um, when people include like some sort of like QR code or something, a thank you, or like a gift or something when they like either send out their product order or when they work with a new client Mm -hmm. and it like prompts them to go on social, share the gift, share the product or whatever. And they inevitably end up talking about their time working with so-and-so or their experience using whatever product. I actually have 27 hacks for getting user-generated content from your consumers. So so I can share that. And one of that is, one of them is that exact um, specific example. And you could even take it one step further by giving them a code if they share for another 15% off their next order. So that's such a good idea. So when they tag you and then you can DM them and say, here's your 15% off code or whatever. That's amazing. I love this. Yeah. I could talk about this all day long. <laughs> I know. Okay. So will you, you'll share that and we can share that with everyone. So make sure if you're listening here, you grab this 27 hacks to getting user generated content from your people. Um, okay. So I'm switching gears a little bit into for a couple of minutes before we wrap up. Um, how I want to just talk about, I'm switching gears totally, but I want to talk about, um, how it's been. I personally have gone through this and this could be like, this could be a whole other episode. So maybe we'll have to do that, but I want to like touch on it here. I have gone through like the ups and downs of staying 
like motivated in my business. I know there's so many changes with social all the time, like kind of figuring out like what to focus on and what, what not to focus on. And like, mm-hmm. what do I need to like, do I need to get on TikTok? Do I not need to get like, kind of just figuring out like where my place is. And part of this feels like, um, I'm like getting older. And so there's like this whole younger generation of people using social media so drastically different than like I am even like have the time or capacity for Um, just like being a mom of a toddler and like having the rest of my business to run that like I've, you know, it's been hard to like stay motivated in like the social space. And I'm wondering if you have any like insight on this, like obviously you, this is like what you do for work. So but I struggle with it too. I mean, yeah, it's hard because personally, I, what I love about social media is it uses half creative brain, half analytical brain. Cause I love the numbers too. Right. And I love seeing right. the results when it, when I start having a creative idea, when I do a reel, it, no joke takes me one hour long. And I know it might take other people maybe 10 minutes. Right. So I, it's a struggle for sure. Um, but I think that, let me give you an example. I have a client, she's our age. Um, she has an amazing product and she started creating, she's one of those founders that is very creative, can create a reel very quickly, right? She put herself on TikTok and it's blowing up. Like one of her TikToks has over a million views, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've shifted a lot of her advertising budget to TikTok versus Facebook and Instagram. So I think it's, it's, it's like patience, right. Is one thing and kind of accepting that actually people are joining these Mm -hmm. younger quote platforms, right. Because she has seen quite a bit of sales through TikTok, which it's almost shocking, but I'd hate to use the word shocking because it's amazing. It's a, it's, it's like the beginning of what Facebook was when, you know, years ago when it was super cheap to advertise. So it, I guess my advice, because I struggle with it too, and I have to remind myself of it too, is that you just have to be patient and just focus on one thing at a time. But TikTok and Reels are the exact same thing. So if you create something on one platform, put it on the other one and see how it does. Yeah, that's a good idea. What are your thoughts on Pinterest lately? You know, I go back and forth with Pinterest because it's it's a long, long game. And so a lot of my e-commerce clients give up on it so quickly because you don't see the immediate results. But if you stay the course and let it run, it drives really great traffic, which then you can retarget on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. That's the strategy that I use because it's really hard to get, see conversions off of Pinterest right away. I feel like the hardest thing is that you can get such faster results through like Facebook, Instagram, probably TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have uh, experience with TikTok to speak on it, but you might have to start. <laughs> <laughs> My problem is 
uh, wait, let me just to finish that thought okay. is that I like that, like to stay in the game with Pinterest and be spending money. If you don't have just like excess marketing revenue, like, to, or like marketing budget to be like, okay, I'm just going to like keep this over here in advertising. You know what I mean? Like let this just right. keep running. Um, then you're just like, okay, we'll turn that off and let's just take that money and put it back into um, Facebook or Instagram. So I feel like Pinterest has made it hard for the little people to like stay the course, like you're saying, and which sucks because I love Pinterest and I use it every day, probably every day for something. Mm -hmm. And I would love to be on their advertising, but it's like, again, like you just said, it's like such a long game that I look at that and I'm like, this is all dollars. And it's hard. It's a hard, it's hard for the smaller yeah. The smaller brands, because you truly are spending money to just capture attention at first. And then you start seeing the conversion, yeah. I would say like three months later. So it's hard. Okay. Now TikTok, what I was going to say, we only have like another minute or two and then we got to wrap up here, but, um, TikTok, like I struggle because personally, like I look at TikTok, like it's gotta be video and it's gotta be like these real quote unquote type of like videos. And I'm not good at them. And I'm saying that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, don't say you're not good at them. Like you can do it, but I don't like, I actually don't want to do them. (laughs) So I struggle because I struggle to try and figure out what type of content to create for TikTok that will stick. Um, that isn't like me staring at the camera, lip syncing right. words or like pointing at things or like aw- awkwardly, like, yeah, dancing. Here, here's what my advice would be for that. So the same exact client that I was just telling you about who creates really great content, she also has hired a content creator specifically for TikTok, right? So they're interchangeably posting on TikTok. So if you're really... I would make sure your face is on there because you're the face of your brand, right? But I don't think there's any harm in having someone else help you create content. That's- or even like put together a content calendar of like ideas. Is You have to sort of be on it with the trends, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you could really, I think you if you started, you might actually get addicted to it. <laughs> Maybe that's part of my hesitation. Maybe. (laughs) Do I need to be addicted to another platform here? Right. But I get it. I understand and I get it. And I think there's a freedom in like, oh, I can outsource this in some capacity or like I can do this in a way that like does feel okay for me. Um, I think that I get like, I don't know. It's like, might just be this season of life. Like I'm pregnant. I know I've got baby number two coming. Like I've already got my four-year-old crazy toddler running me all around town. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh, and then I'm going to be creating content for this like separate platform that might not even work because I'm not like staying up on the trends of it. And so then I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? Like, it's like this whole thing. But regardless, I feel like there is a plan for everyone that can happen to be able to create sticky content that people like that builds a reputation. Um, and that allows you like one of the coolest parts of user generated content for me is also the community building, like the brand building part of it that like, I look at it from that branding perspective that I'm like, Oh yeah, this is like all storytelling. Like this is all just brand credibility being built 
um, by the people who love what you're creating, who are going to keep buying more. Exactly. They become your brand, your brand ambassadors. Yeah. By their own choice. Amazing. Yeah. That's great. Okay. So where can everyone find you? And also we will get the link from you for the 27 user generated content hack. And um, we'll share that in the show notes. So definitely grab that. And um, yeah, where can everyone find you? How can they connect with you? On Instagram, I'm social Elizabeth. And you can go to my website at socialeconsulting.com, which has everything on there. Um, What I do, um, all my products, everything to um, tap into the community. Thank you for being here. This was so fun. We should definitely do another one. Yeah, we'll have to do another one about um, what it's like growing a business while growing a family. Yes, definitely. (laughs) Okay, so much love. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.